welcome to the Teen Boss Babe podcast. I'm your host, Paola, founder of Socials by Paola and Teen Boss Babes. I'm obsessed with supporting young entrepreneurs on making their business dreams come true. Stick around with me and learn all about starting your journey, how to grow, how to be successful, other boss babe journeys, and my journey. Now, let's get into being a Teen Boss Babe. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Teen Boss Babe podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Shoshana. Shoshana is a designer, entrepreneur, and boss babe. Shoshana started her brand when she was just in college. So, thank you for being here. Now, share a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, everyone. I'm Shoshana Swell, and I'm a senior at Cornell University. I'm studying information science and performing in media arts. And one of the things I've done recently is found a company called This Is My Spacesuit. Yay, that's amazing. I'm so excited to learn more about your story. And I'm pretty sure my listeners are excited to learn more about how you started your brand and how you've grown. So, are you ready to get into some questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you start or when did you start your business? So I started um, my business. It was founded in May of 2019. Um, So it all started after, um, in March, NASA canceled their all-female space mission because they didn't have a spacesuit that fit a female astronaut. So when I heard about this news, I was like sitting in Starbucks um, and it instantly like made me very upset and I wanted to create a positive change out of this. Um, so that's when I first created the idea of starting This Is My Spacesuit. Um, and I always wanted to root it in a mission that could help empower others and bring space closer to Earth. That's amazing that you, like, mix together, like, fashion and, like, space. Like, I feel like it's really impressive. Like, you don't see that. I think one of the reasons I wanted to turn to fashion um, to share this message, because it's not only something that people wear every day, mm-hmm. but it has the means to to bring space closer to people's everyday lives. So as you like read one of the crew necks, it says, this is my spacesuit. Um, Mm -hmm. It's instantly like starting conversations about space that you wouldn't have um, if you were not wearing wearing this. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a easier barrier or it breaks down the barrier um, of having these like larger conversations about things like I never learned about growing up. That's super cool. Like I would never think about that. Before, like, NASA, like, why did you pick space? Like, were you always interested in space? Yeah, so mainly I'm the most interested in space for its, like, metaphor and what it means to me. So I think, like, space in general is really, like, pushing the boundaries of breaking the impossible. Um, so I think when this decision was made by NASA, it, sh- it proved, like, to a lot of, it was trying to share this message that a lot of women cannot um, enter these fields that are beyond um, their possibilities or their um, comfort levels. So I really wanted to challenge that. And I had like just learned how to sew this past, like the January before that, my friend taught me and we designed this like collection mm-hmm. together. Um, so I think with like a mix of those things, um, upon like just learning and, and knowing that like space to me is like really truly about breaking down the impossible, I wanted to create this brand to like represent those ideas. Oh my, like I am so inspired. I'm like, wow, like you literally <laughs> learned this skill not even like a year no like before starting your business and you made like such a big impact and you started on clothing like I feel like that's Mm -hmm. really impressive so what was it like starting like what were the steps to get to creating your first product yeah so I made everything I have this like special three weeks um rule in my heart so everything happened in three weeks um basically it was like April the first week of April when I decided I wanted to do this um, and then I knew that school would be closing um, like in May beginning of May so I wanted to launch in like a physical way so basically what I did is I launched two products um, so it's a t-shirt and a crew neck 
Um, and in the first items are like very mission driven. Um, but in order to launch this, like I had to focus on a lot of social media um, and physical ways that I actually wanted to launch the actual brand. So there was a lot of like hype leading up to it and trying to share this story and message um, before actually releasing that was even gonna be a clothing line. Um, and then what I ended up doing to launch it was I launched like a pop-up store on my campus. So I designed like the space, whether it's from the audio to making it seem like a space station, the video projections on the walls. We had spacesuits hanging from like the ceilings. Um, really just wanted to create like an immersive shopping experience so that someone could see this collection for the first time and like be immersed by others as well. That is amazing. Like you created a whole like set up to launch your business, which is something that a lot of people don't really think of. They just think, oh, I'm just going to launch and I'm not going to have a backstory to it. But I really love knowing that you had a backstory and you, you made it so visual for these people to like actually see the vision behind what you created. How did you get it to social media? How did you get people to know about it and purchase the items? Yeah, so the I first focused on like creating an Instagram presence. Um, so while I created this, this created a lot of hype for how the brand was going to launch and what it was going to be. So this was like interweaving different things about space, different things about what it means to like blast off to dream. Um, and then what ended up happening was I knew I had to like launch an online store when I launched the pop-up store because mm -hmm. it would have like the peak traction. Um, so I, I designed like an online store um, and then I launched that like the same night as well. And it's basically keeping up with like Instagram, Facebook, um, other forms of social media to really just make sure the mission is like as clear as possible and try to bring as many people into it as well. That's super cool. Like I love, like I've been to like pop-up shops and seen like items in real life and then seeing them online. It's just like, oh, like I saw this in person. Now I can buy more and I can keep supporting them online since they're not going to be, you know, an actual place. I feel like that's really important when starting a business or wanting to have like a clothing line is like making sure you have like different forms of people purchasing it. Like, you know, having an in-person connection, but also like an online connection where people can always come back and purchase something. So going into that, how do you create like new designs? Like what comes up to your mind to create a new hoodie or a new sweatshirt or a new t-shirt? One of the biggest things that I focus on um, with the design is simplicity and also accessibility. So I try to make sure every like item I'm making is like gender neutral and has the capability to reach anyone and to fit mm -hmm. anyone. So that's why like the first two items um, and the whole aesthetic of the brand is like very dark. I found like dark colors and like black to be very empowering to me. Um, so I like to continue that trend along the design. And even like something I um, launched in November, I launched like an earring set um, and it, it, I really wanted to like test the packaging experience, but also the way that um, an accessory can become gender neutral. So they're like mm -hmm. mixed matched earrings, which is not normally um, something people wear as much, but I found it to be like a very empowering piece. And through the whole like product experience, you're basically like open up a capsule and then it's like the earrings are on a piece of leather um, and they sit above these like small thing of clouds. If anyone's listening and can try to picture that, you can check it out on the website if you need a visual. Um, but I really wanted to challenge like packaging experiences and just the way that anyone can interact with it. That's so cool. Like your vision is so something out of the ordinary, which is super cool. Like no one, I've never seen anything like it. Like I'm on your website and I'm just looking at it <laughs> and like, it's so like, it's not so color, you know, like it's not colorful and stuff and it still like grabs your attention, which is something mm -hmm. a lot of people maybe don't see 
like the simplicity and like the cleanness is like grabbing my attention. It's just like, I want something now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I know a lot of people are probably wondering, like, how is the process in finding someone to create your hoodies? Yeah, that's like when I was looking through all this, that was one of the hardest things to discover because no clothing line really talks about how they manufacture, how they create anything. It's this big secret. So really, it took like a lot of research and like contacting different companies, whether as I focused the first ones on like screen printing. Um, But uh, as I went on, like I wanted to create more of the experience of the items. So like in the hoodie that I sell, um, I'm like doing the actual stitching um, on the sleeve. It's like the sound design. Um, sound wave stitching mm-hmm. um, and then like with the earrings and the different parts of the packaging experience like I'm designing those different parts and bringing them all together um, so it's really dependent on like whatever I'm creating but it's a lot of just like contacting people and reaching out and trying to find like different um, estimates that would fit like your size of your business that's amazing like I'm looking at them and I love the hand stitching part because I can see like she has like by her hand right it's like a wave type of design is that like kind of what you have to and I'm also looking at your photos like how do you get the inspiration to make the photos so bold and so eye-capturing yeah so a lot of my um photography work is like based off my background so I have like a big film background so that's Mm -hmm. how I got into like all things creative and I've done a lot of like fashion photography with that so a bunch of them like are are a lot of things like I've produced in shoots or it's through like just general like on the streets or Mm -hmm. um at certain locations um, but one of the like special things, like if you're looking at the silver photo, I think you're talking about on the site. Um, so that was like at the pop-up store and I had like a space photo booth. So anyone who like bought the items could come take a picture with it. And what it is that silver is like the back of like a barbecue tin. <laughs> so it's like, you don't, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really just like using whatever you have or whatever you think could be good and trying to repurpose that. Um, and it ends up like creating great visuals. I'm just like so impressed with your website. Like I am yeah. in love. Like this, I'm clicking on it and I just see like all these girls and guys like modeling, like just popping up. And I'm just like, this is so creative. Thank you so much. Of course. Why did you choose to go to college? Like was college, was this brand influenced in going in college or was just it was it something that popped up when just being in college yeah so this was founded my junior year spring um so this was like much later in college but I think uh like I've always it's always been a big goal and like Mm -hmm. something I was definitely going to do to go to school um and I think throughout like when I was in high school and looking for different schools it was primarily focused on like looking for like a liberal arts education Mm -hmm. um and a school that was diverse um and had like a lot of opportunities so that's what mainly like brought me to Cornell University. They had like, I originally wanted to study film and psychology and they, at the, the school I applied to, it allowed me to study both. Um, and soon I figured out another passion, which was regarding information science. Um, but I'm like so thankful for my experience here. And as I'm coming to the end of it, um, it's crazy to look back on it, but it was like, it's been a dream so far. Yeah. So if ca- NASA had never canceled their off all-females mission, do you think you would have still started your business on another topic, or did you think, like, you would have never started if that never happened? Yeah, so that was, like, a one of the reasons why I started, like, this fashion, mm-hmm. um, 
company, but one of the things, like, I think a lot of the things I do create are focused on problems. So like a lot of things I do want to solve, but I, what I've like done with this is take a lot of my passions and things that empower me and I think empower others and bring it into this brand. So that's when I like started teaching like educational workshops with this brand. So I teach um, workshops on wearable technology. Um, I teach about fashion design and just try to like even out the barrier of what it is to come in to create and meet new people. Um, I'm looking at your workshops and I'm super impressed. Can you give like more details on like what exactly the workshops are? Like who's able to go? Like where do you usually host them? What are the topics on them? So I originally started these workshops in August of 2019 at Cornell University. So I wanted to create a space on campus for people to come once a week and create. So it was mainly focused on fashion design. So every week you come for an hour, you could learn about sewing, you could learn about hydro dipping, each thing was different. And then at the end of the semester culminated in um, people designing their own sweatshirt and sweatpants. And then through that, um, I've expanded past like just fashion design, I've taught more things about all things creative. And I've collaborated with a bunch of different organizations. I just like in January, I traveled to Ghana and Eswatini to teach um, with an organization called Code Afrique, where they basically teach um, African high school and university students computer science. So I've really taken like the core of the workshop and tried to expand it beyond um, what it could achieve beyond fashion design, whether that's bringing people into computer science, but really just empowering anyone to blast off. That's so cool that your business has opened you to many, many opportunities that maybe you would have never thought of. Is there like a really crazy experience or opportunity that you got after starting This Is My Space soon? Yeah, one of the things I recently came back from um, was I went to Milan Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. So I brought um, the workshops and partnered with a few organizations there to teach these workshops. Like going to Milan Fashion Week was the biggest dream to me. Um, So I brought the brand there. Um, so I taught two workshops on fashion design and wearable technology. Um, I got to go to a bunch of different shows to see what it's like to be um, in that scene and that environment um, and see what people are creating. And it was like one of the best experiences in the world. That's amazing. One of my dreams is like to be able to go to Milan Fashion Week or Paris Fashion Week. <laughs> and how, because I know there's probably a lot of listeners as well that love fashion. So mm-hmm. what what was like a fashion show like like what what was the process like how did you go like did someone style you did you just like come up with an outfit did you wear your own clothes yeah so one of the i went to a few shows while i was there and one of the shows i went to is primarily by like contacting like everyone i knew and like really chasing after this dream um to get into this show so then from a connection i got into this uh designer's show called luisa vicaria Um, And she's like an Italian designer that makes like luxury women's wear gowns. Um, And so this show is very unique. Uh, We show up to like the the front door and it's like at a museum and they're looking at the list. They're like, oh, what's your name? And then someone else is asking me, what's my name? They're looking through the list, looking through the list. And here I am Mm -hmm. with like my $25 like leather Amazon backpack and like half a a bottle of like water like that's not drank that I had not drank yet. Um, and then they're like, oh, are you here? Um, are you friends with the family? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then they, uh, they bring us in. And what was really cool about this show um, was that like the models were the ones sitting and you were the ones walking around. 
So you were the ones like you were interacting, yeah, with the environment, um, which was very cool and very different. I just like love immersive audiences. So it was super awesome. That's like something that's such like out of the ordinary. Like I would have never thought that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like you guys were like the show and the models were just like the audience. Yeah. So they were sitting around the set and like you were walking in this round table of like um, going to see the looks around the room. That's super creative. I've loved that. And with going to Milan Week, does that inspire you to do your own fashion show with your line? Or have you done one before? I've designed um, for like a runway fashion show at Cornell. This was like the a month before this, this company was launched mm-hmm. um, with my friend Kaylee. Um, so that was like a very cool experience. It's like a show with like 3,500 people. Um, so I love designing for that. Um, in the future, yeah, I'd love to, to do another show because I loved like the aspect of um, having a lot of people there and like building a community around mm-hmm. fashion and also a lot of people who might have never been to a show. Um, so definitely, but I'm not sure when next. <laughs> That's super, I feel like that would be super cool like, to have your own fashion. I know that must feel like really cool to be a part of one, but also starting your own is probably amazing. So <laughs> I'm curious and I think my listeners are curious, did you use or do you, not use, but do you have influencers that help you promote This Is My Spacesuit or is it just you? Like, have you given PR packages or free hoodies for people to post with? Because I know a lot of brands do do that. So are you, do you do that as well? Or is it just like you and your friends and your family? Yeah, currently it's um, pretty organic. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, I haven't like, I don't have any paid posts or promotions Mm -hmm. with other influencers. Um, but what I've like noticed is that it spreads a lot, not only like through social media and different like events that I have, whether it's through Mm -hmm. workshops, um, that allows me to meet like a a lot of different people, but like we've had like spottings that like my friend has texted me and he's in like the Seattle airport and he's like, oh my gosh, I see a spacesuit. I'm like, are you serious? Take a picture. (laughs) Um, and I just have no idea who it is like in the Seattle airport. Um, so that was like a very cool experience, but no, right now it's pretty uh, keeping it organic and like seeing how it grows through that. That's amazing. Cause I see that like you guys have grown a lot and your Instagram is like very or like authentic and it's like a lot about like the brand and like who, like you guys and what it stands for. And I feel like that's really important when starting something. Cause I know a lot of people think, yeah, like an influencer is going to help me grow. And if I don't have an influencer, I'm not going to grow. I'm going to stay at a hundred followers, but you showing that that's not what really happens. Mm-hmm. And I see that it's also very cool to see when people are wearing your products. How do you like feel when you see someone or when you get a picture of someone wearing it? Like how, how does that feel for you? Oh, it's the best feeling in the world. Like when it first launched, I had people coming up to me. They're like, Shoshana, I saw, I saw five spacesuits on the art squad. Um, and that was just like very centralized mm-hmm. in like, Cornell's community but it's expanded beyond people even right now they're sending me like their at-home outfits um, (laughs) as they wear it at home Um, people took it like when they studied abroad they took it on their like bucket list items in Switzerland they took it to Spain oh my god everywhere so it's very cool to see how it's like traveling around the world that's super cool like I can imagine I can't even imagine like how good that feels to see people like having your product you know, somewhere like across the world. I feel like that's amazing. So from that, do you think like your college at Cornell helped you grow? I know you're sharing that like you hosted a lot of events there and like, you know, a lot of people there. Like, do you think if you weren't at Cornell, you would be at the same place you are now? Like, would you grow as much if you weren't at that school? 
Ooh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of the experiences that I've had, um, a lot of it is influenced by the people that I surround myself and like the opportunities that exist here. Um, but a lot of it is like internally, like chasing after these things. So it's whether it's on campus, like going to actual mm -hmm. events, reaching out to these specific people to learn more about what they do, um, but really just like an internal drive too. So if I wasn't at Cornell, I mean, who knows what the world would be like and what my world would be like, mm -hmm. um, but I'm very thankful for all my experiences here. And I think it's like a mix of obviously like your environment and your like internal beliefs and what you're chasing after. Yeah. So we're kind of getting to the last question. Sadly, I love your story. It's amazing. Um, so what advice would you give other teens who want to start their own business? Like, is there something that they need to know before they start? Um, or is there just like anything you want teens to know? I think one of the biggest things is to focus on a mission. So make sure whatever you're creating has like a positive impact. Um, not only could it be in your life, but the people who you're exposing this to. Um, and I think also to like, just try things out um, to really just chase after it because a lot of times people can spend a lot of time just being afraid um, and not trying these things. And that just like takes away from a lot of the opportunities and positive things the world needs. Um, so really just chase after things and don't be afraid, but make sure it's always rooted in something positive. Yeah, I really like support that because I feel like you need to know like what you're going for before you start. Cause a lot of people just start and they don't know. And it's, it feels better to know what you're going for before you start. So yeah. I really love that. Um, another like really good question is like, do you have any tips on growing your business? Um, like you would like to give other people? I think one of the things that's been awesome is trying to make um, things as interactive or in person as possible. So like when I created these workshops, um, they were intended to just like teach people um, new skills and empower mm -hmm. others and bring them together. But it also extends to like who you're meeting, um, who you have the opportunity to interact with. Um, so I think trying to create as many like physical parts to a digital brand is important mm -hmm. um, and something that I've always like believed in and tried to do with everything I launch. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like being creative is like the number one thing and like making sure like you're giving them your vision and they can see your vision, which is like what I see from This Is My Space Suit, which I mm -hmm. love. So. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on this podcast. I really enjoyed having you. I hope we can come back soon and, you know, we can share more about your growth in like a year of having This Is My Space so like a year from today. So yeah. feel free to like share where people can find you, where they can purchase This Is My Space Suit, anything. Yeah, so you can follow This Is My Space Suit just at This Is My Space Suit. The website is thisismyspacesuit.com and you can find me anywhere at Shoshana Swell. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this podcast and I hope my listeners learned some new tips. So if you learned anything, please write it down. Tag me, tag her, tag This Is My Spaceship so we can see what you learned and what you're going to move into your next steps of starting your business. And yeah, thank you for being here and thanks for listening. Bye. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed learning about Shoshana's story and my story. Now, see you in our next episode.